Welcome to Art Journal with the Moon, a podcast about learning how to practice magic, tend to the soul, and do your deep emotional healing with your art journal and the moon hosted by Dana DuPont. In this podcast, I share with you the comings and goings of the moon in the week ahead, my suggestions for aligning with her energy in a creative way, and my tips and tricks for art journaling with the moon. Here we explore lunar cycles, seasonal shifts, and art journaling to find our way back to the grounding rhythms of the natural world, to step into our power, and to access our own inner magic. The moon is our companion, and the seasons our muse, guiding us to create, reflect, and grow through the colorful pages of our art journals. So come, gather round, and let's weave magic, art, and healing into your daily life. In this episode, I'm going to give a summary of the moon's energy for the week of October 9th to the 15th, 2023. And I'm going to talk a little bit about the inner work and magic you can do in your art journal to make the most of the opportunities the cosmos is gifting us with. This week, we greet a new moon in Libra, which is also a solar eclipse, making it extra powerful. And it's happening on Friday the 13th. Isn't that some fun, strange energy to work with? You can see all of this information on my blog at Dana DuPont forward slash blog. And just scroll down until you see the week of October 9 to 15th, just in case you want a visual of the moon map that I create every week. It's really helpful sometimes just to see it. It helps me anyway align with the um, lunar energy since I'm a little bit of a visual person. So going outside and being with the moon, but then also playing with it in my art journal and using the imagery of it on my moon map for every week really helps me to align with it. And I create it. So hopefully it helps you as well. The solar eclipse will look like a ring of light around it because because of the position that the moon's going to have between the earth and the sun. Of course, not all places in the world will be able to see that, but the eclipse energy is going to affect us all. But I think that ring around the light is a really unique visual that would be fun to play around with in your art journal. So imagine creating a page where you have this like autumn background to symbolize release and letting go, and then painting a large dark circle in the center of the page to represent the new moon and painting a ring of light around that moon. And in the dark circle, you can write or draw your new moon intentions. But don't forget to consider the timing on this one. Setting new moon intentions during the eclipse season is different than at other new moons. The two points that astrologers I follow explain about the eclipse that I find really helpful is that eclipses signal a time of major beginnings and major endings. And two, eclipses signal a time when we are experiencing massive energetic and spiritual downloads. For these reasons and the fact this particular new moon has signatures of release and letting go that I'll talk about in a bit, you might want to wait until a couple of days after the official new moon to set intentions in your art journal. So think about setting your new moon intentions in your art journal on Monday or Tuesday of next week instead of Friday of this week, if that feels right for you. Of course, you know, I'm always about trusting what feels right for you and everybody works with lunar magic in a different way so 
by all means, these are just suggestions of things that I do. And whenever I'm sharing my art journaling with the moon practices, I really share them with that grain of salt, knowing that hmm, you're going to do what feels right for you. But hopefully maybe this gives you a little bit of inspiration. This eclipse cycle lasts about five and a half months. So when you do set your new moon intentions, think about the seeds you want to plant that will affect the next five and a half months, not just the next, you know, 28 days or so like you would normally think about for setting new moon intentions. This eclipse emphasizes major growth and transformation opportunities for all of us. And the focus is on relationships and patterns from our past, urging us to release what no longer serves us. And that's because the eclipse is in Libra and it's also, um, you know, on that south node. As we experience this eclipse, there might be some feelings of uncertainty. That's kind of the general feel of eclipses. But remember, it's a period for us to recalibrate, align ourselves with universe's energies. It's a reminder that the cosmos has our back guiding us towards our soul's evolution. So don't rush things. Instead, just go with the flow and trust the process. In this kind of eclipsy energy that's uncertain, unstable, and changing and transforming, you really don't want to push things. You just want to go with the flow. This period is also a call to look at our relationships critically. So you're going to ask yourself, is this relation ser serving me? Is this relationship balanced? It's a time to find some grounding, even amidst the chaos, especially with so much change and unpredictably unpredictability around. And I don't know about you, but I wonder if you're getting used to this yet, because there always seems to be that kind of energy in the air lately. And I really don't think it's going to stop anytime soon. There's a lot going on with this particular new moon, and I really, you know, highly suggest you follow um, certain astrologers and get the in-depth insights of this new moon if you want to work with it in a particular way. But these are just some of the things that stood out for me or that I'm feeling really resonate with me that when I was listening to astrologers, um, I really wanted to capture these in my art journal and work with this this kind of energy. So I'm going to share it with you. This new moon's alignment with the South Node is especially significant when it comes to the themes of release and letting go. And an astrologer I follow, Kelly Surtees, um, she's I originally became known, like I found out from her from the astrology podcast. And I ended up studying um, our, you know, her, the way that she teaches ancient astrology. And what she was saying about this particular new moon being close and linked to that south node, um, it really gets us to think about the past. So be it our past lives, our ancestral patterns or our behaviors and beliefs we've held on to for a really long time. It just it represents the lessons we've already learned and areas where we might be stuck in old familiar patterns. When the new moon, a time typically associated with fresh starts and new beginnings, aligns with this south node, it adds that additional layer of meaning. So instead of solely focusing on what's new, we're being prompted to look back, reflect, and identify what's holding us back. It's as if the universe is highlighting the importance of clearing out the old to make way for the new. 
This connection emphasizes the need to release attachments and habits and patterns that no longer serve us. It's a potent time for emotional and spiritual decluttering. Don't you love that? I love that idea of decluttering. By letting go of what's no longer needed, we free up energy and create space for new opportunities and growth. So think of it as a cosmic invitation to shed some unnecessary burdens, much like trees dropping their leaves in autumn. And by releasing the old, we're making way for that fresh growth and new possibilities in the coming cycles. Now, this moon also has a tie to Venus because it's a new moon in Libra, which is ruled by Venus. Venus is often called the planet of love, beauty, and harmony, and it's playing that starring role because Libra, like I said, is ruled by that planet. And Venus right now is in the sign of Virgo, a sign associated with service, health, and daily routines. So Venus is nudging us to focus on like the nitty gritty of our relationships and our personal care. During this time, there's a push and pull between the need for balance in relationships, thanks to that eclipses Libra energy and the practical and nurturing energy of Venus in Virgo. We're being asked, you know, to consider, are you truly satisfied in your relationships? Are your daily routines serving you? Or are there things that you can refine so that your daily routines support you more? There's also an emphasis not just on the romantic relationships, but also on our relationships with ourselves. Venus in Virgo wants us to take care of ourselves, to focus on our health, and to ensure our daily habits support our overall well-being. It's a time to acknowledge those who bring ease into our lives and to evaluate areas where we might be giving too much, perhaps at our own expense. So lastly, Venus in Virgo reminds us of the importance of simplicity. It's an invitation, again, to declutter both in our lives and our relationships. So by focusing on what's truly important and discarding what isn't serving us, we're making space for more nourishing experiences and connections. During this new moon, solar eclipse, there's a key aspect also to consider with Pluto because it's squaring the nodes. And in astrology, when it planet squares the nodes, it's seen as a pivotal point, urging us to confront and address some significant issues related to that planet. As Sonia Francis describes in her YouTube video about this new moon, which is one of the astrologers I was following as I was researching about how I wanted to art journal and how I wanted to practice magic with this particular moon, she mentioned that squares are turning points we have to take to make progress. They ask us to stretch and grow beyond who we used to be. And with Pluto, Pluto, that has to do with our own personal empowerment. So how do we want to empower ourselves to make progress in our lives? Pluto is a planet associated with transformation, rebirth, power, and the deep hidden parts of our psyche. It often brings up issues related to control and power dynamics and deep-seated fears or desires. When Pluto squares the nodes like it's doing, it's amplifying the challenges and lessons we need to address in order to grow and evolve. The nodes themselves, consisting of like the North Node and the South Node, which represents our life's journey. That South Node usually points to the past, as I mentioned, and our habits and patterns we've carried over, maybe even from other lives. Whereas the North Node indicates our future direction, where our soul is going and where we should be headed for our soul's growth. With Pluto squaring the nodes during this new moon solar eclipse, there's an emphasis on deeply transformative experiences. 
It's urging us to look closely at areas in our lives where we might be holding on to power, where we might not be stepping into our power, where we are giving away our power to another, where we need profound change, or where old patterns are preventing us from moving towards our higher purpose. The square can bring tension and challenges, but also offers an opportunity to break free from what's holding us back. It's a call to release old structures, beliefs, and patterns, especially those connected to power and control, and to rebuild with a renewed sense of purpose aligned with our higher self. In essence, Pluto's interaction with the nose during this eclipse is a powerful signal for us to confront and address our deepest issues and to make the necessary shifts that will pave the way for some transformation and evolution. As I mentioned earlier, there's a lot more going on with this new moon solar eclipse that, that I've mentioned. So I encourage you to follow your favorite astrologers and dive deeper into it if you need that for your magic or for your healing. But these are the bits and pieces of what is happening with the moon this week that I wanted to highlight as you are journal with the moon to practice magic and do that work. Now, if you do want to join me to work with this lunar energy, you might want to join me for my regular Held by the Moon live online gatherings. Our next gathering is Monday, October 16th at 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. Mountain Time. So it's a live virtual event, but if you can't join us live, I will send you a link with the recording later. But it's where we get together and we work with that lunar energy in our art journals together. And we also do some brain rewiring work and release work with the map method. So during these online creative gatherings, we're combining that ancient wisdom of the lunar cycles with the power of art journaling and the map method to facilitate that profound inner work. So together we overcome the beliefs and neutralize the memories that are standing between you and your dreams so that you are stepping closer to experiencing the results you've been working towards. And each time we gather, we're focusing on a new theme. And of course, this theme is going to be working with the solar eclipse in Libra, which, as I mentioned, Monday and Tuesday are good days to do that. So you might want to jump in and join me there. On Monday, the last quarter moon is in the sign of, I actually forget which sign, I just have to scroll up and kind of look here. Oh, it's in the sign of Leo. So working with that Leo energy, it's also having some relationships, like a tense relationship with the planet Uranus. So I really chose to focus on that when we're working in our art journals on Monday, um, because Uranus is a planet that can bring unexpected changes or shocks into your life. And these changes usually inspire you to awaken or grow emotionally and spiritually, but not always in a gentle way. Sometimes these changes are welcome and wanted, and sometimes you don't want them or you don't really welcome them wholeheartedly. It's great energy for surprises and innovation and experiments and creative genius. It wants to overturn things in your life that have lost their usefulness, even if you're not entirely ready for that change. So it's, again, not always welcome, but always helpful. The tension between the moon and Uranus might have you feeling constricted by responsibility. Because the moon rules that realm of emotions, you might feel annoyed by the expectations other people are placing on you or the expectations you think other people are placing on you, or even the expectations you're placing on yourself. The benefit 
benefit of this, of course, is that you end up wanting to break free from these those expectations that are not aligned with your higher self. So shake it off, my friend. I support you in following the beat of your own heart instead of living in the land of shoulds and should nots. So on Monday, bring to mind an expectation you or someone else is placing on you. Do you actually want to meet this expectation or is it time to let go? And in your art journal, draw, paint, or collage an image that represents an expectation you or someone else is placing on you that you want to release or let go. On Tuesday, the moon is in the balsamic phase and it moves into the sign of Virgo. It's having a happy relationship with Mars and Jupiter, an opposing relationship with Saturn, and an intense relationship with Venus. The balsamic or waning crescent phase of the moon just before we plunge into the darkness of the new moon is a deeply spiritual time, ripe with those opportunities for introspection and release. Emotionally, the balsamic moon phase is like your spiritual guardian whispering, it's okay to let go. It's not the time for launching new projects usually or making big decisions. Instead, it's a time for tying up loose ends, letting go of what no longer serves you and giving yourself permission to rest and recharge. So the balsamic moon is a little like a detox for your soul. Spiritually, this phase is your invitation to dive into your inner world and tend to what emotionally and spiritually needs tending to. It's like a spiritual retreat allowing you to explore your dreams, your fears, and the stories you tell yourself. This energy encourages you to let go of emotional baggage and release patterns that might be holding you back. It's an opportunity to make peace with the past and create space for new beginnings. Imagine you're decluttering your emotional closet. What do you need to let go of? What emotional weight is dragging you down? Then on Tuesday in your art journal, Create a page that represents the things you're ready to release. It could be a collage of images or words or even an abstract representation of the emotional baggage you're letting go. On Wednesday, the balsamic moon is in the sign of Virgo. And during the waning crescent or balsamic phase of the moon, that energy, as I mentioned, invites us to wind down, reflect, and release. It's a time for letting go and preparing for new beginnings that the upcoming new moon will usher in. When this reflective moon phase is in the sign of Virgo, the, fro the focus shifts to the details of our everyday lives. Virgo, which is an earth sign, is all about precision, practicality, and service to others. Emotionally, the Virgo influence waning crescent moon nudges us to review our daily routines, habits, and even the clutter in our lives. It's a great time to ask yourself if your daily actions align with your larger life goals. Are there any habits that aren't serving you? Are you spending your time in ways that nurture your well-being? Spiritually, this moon in Virgo encourages introspection on how you can be of service, not just to others in your community, but also to yourself. Virgo's energy is all about purifying, refining, and improving. This is an opportune time to cleanse your mind, body, and spirit, releasing negative energies and thoughts that you may have accumulated. It's also a period to consider how you might better serve your own spiritual needs, ensuring you're grounded and in touch with your inner self. In essence, the waning crescent moon in Virgo offers a gentle reminder to tend to the details of your life, both emotionally and spiritually, 
ensuring that you are well prepared and in harmony as you approach the upcoming new moon. So on Wednesday in your art journal, draw, paint, or collage an image that represents releasing a daily habit that no longer serves you. On Thursday, the balsamic moon moves into the sign of Libra, where it will be on Friday for the new moon solar eclipse. It is also in a happy relationship with Pluto and Uranus. It's also having an opposing relationship with Neptune. The moon is that queen of the night. She wants to illuminate the darkness and bring about change, be a mirror to reflect us back to ourselves. In her darkness, she also represents our body, our mind, and reminds us that life is an ever-changing cycle of birth, death, decay, and rebirth. Pluto wants to illuminate what's hidden in your subconscious realm to help you transform so it can bring endings, new beginnings, deep spiritual growth, and rebirth. With Pluto's energy influencing you, it's helpful to face your shadows and your inner darkness. And hopefully you can do that with some compassion. With this relationship that the moon is having during this new moon's solar eclipse that's nearing, and on Thursday, you can communicate with the realms of spirit and your ancestors because it's easier in this energy. It's a good time to clear those ancestral beliefs that no longer serve you, or express gratitude to your spirit guides and angels for all the support you receive, seen or unseen. So on Thursday, in your art journal, draw, paint, or collage an image that represents the gratitude you feel for the support you receive from your spirit allies all during the whole last lunar cycle. On Friday, we greet that new moon solar eclipse in Libra. Eclipses, as I mentioned, signal a time of major beginnings and major endings, and they also signal a time when we are experiencing massive energetic and spiritual downloads. This solar eclipse's connection with the south node invites us to release those old patterns and make space for new beginnings. With Venus's influence, we are being pushed to reflect on our relationships and self-care practices, and with Pluto squaring the nodes, be ready for profound insights into power dynamics and transformative growth in your life. Libra is ruled by that planet Venus, so the moon, of course, is reflecting a little more of that planet's energy as well. You might want to, in your art journal, consider where the new moon eclipse energy is happening according to your birth chart. So once you know the area of life that the Libra moon is in, you can consider how bringing balance in that area of your life will help you reach your goals. So to figure out what area of your life the new moon wants you to focus on, you simply need to know your rising sign. If you don't know your rising sign, it's different than your sun or your moon sign, by the way, then you can head over to my blog and you'll see that for the week of October 9th to the 15th, if you scroll down to Friday, you'll see links where you can calculate what your rising sign is. And I even include a link to a YouTube video where I help you create your birth chart with the whole sign house system, which is the house system that I use when I'm art journaling with the moon. So as soon as you know, your rising sign, you can listen um, for the area of your life that the eclipse is focusing its energy on. 
If your rising sign is Aries, the new moon is inviting you to explore those eclipse themes when it comes to your close, intimate relationships or partnerships. So think about your marriage or your best friend relationship or any partnership that's really important to you and consider what changes you can make in those relationships to experience more harmony, balance, and empowerment. If your rising sign is Taurus, the new moon is inviting you to explore eclipse themes when it comes to your routines or your work, your daily work, or your pets, your relationship with your pets, or your relationship with your wellness, your emotional well-being, or your physical health. So think about these areas of your life and consider what intentions you want to make during the new moon in order to bring more balance, harmony, and empowerment to your healthy routines, your working life, or your overall well-being. For Gemini people like me, the new moon is inviting you to explore eclipse themes when it comes to your children, your hobbies, your creative projects, your relationship with your creativity, your romantic life, your what brings you a pleasure and joy. So think about these areas of your life and consider what intentions you want to make during the new moon in order to support bringing more harmony, balance or empowerment to maybe a creative project that's dear to your heart or to how you parent or maybe to your relationship with your children or to your romantic life or those activities that bring you joy. If your rising sign is Cancer, the new moon is inviting you to explore eclipse themes when it comes to your parents, your ancestors, your childhood, or your home and living situation. So think about these areas of your life and consider what intentions you can make to support bringing more harmony and balance and empowerment to your relationship with your parents or those who raised you or your ancestors or even your memories of your childhood. You can also consider how you can bring more harmony or empowerment to your home or living situation. For Leo people, the new moon is inviting you to explore those eclipse themes when it comes to learning, communication, your siblings, your neighbors, your peers, the goddess, or earth-based rituals. Which one of these topics feels most important to you during this new moon? Choose one of them and consider what intentions you want to make in order to support experiencing more balance, harmony, or empowerment in that area of your life. For Virgo people, the new moon is inviting you to explore eclipse themes when it comes to money, assets, income, or your livelihood. Think about these areas of your life and consider what intentions you want to make during the new moon in order to support bringing more balance, harmony, and empowerment to your possessions, finances, or livelihood. If your rising sign is Libra, the new moon is inviting you to explore eclipse themes when it comes to your identity, your body, your appearance, or your spirits. Think about these areas of your life and consider what intentions you want to make during the new moon in order to support bringing more balance, harmony, or empowerment to your health, your body image, your personal expression, your identity, your the way you connect with your higher self, or your relationship with your body. 
For Scorpio people, the new moon is inviting you to explore eclipse themes when it comes to your subconscious mind and those things you hide from others, and most importantly, those things you hide from yourself. During this new moon, set intentions around the kind of shadow work or brain rewiring you'd like to do and the balanced, empowered, and harmonious results you'd like to experience from that deep inner work. For Sagittarius people, the new moon is inviting you to explore eclipse themes when it comes to friendships, community, and your hopes and wishes. Think about these areas of your life and consider what intentions you want to make during the new moon in order to bring more harmony, empowerment, and balance to your friendships or to your relationships with groups or your community or your hopes and wishes. If your rising sign is Capricorn, the new moon is inviting you to explore eclipse themes when it comes to your career, your reputation, or your ideas of success. During this new moon, set intentions around achieving more balance, empowerment, and harmony in your career, or visualize how you can achieve success or improve your reputation in a more harmonious, empowered, or balanced way. For Aquarius people, the new moon is inviting you to explore eclipse themes when it comes to your faith, your spiritual practice, your international travel, or your ideas of future success. Think about these areas of your life and consider what intentions you want to make during the new moon in order to bring more harmony, empowerment, and balance to your spirituality or your travel dreams or your goals for the future. Finally, for Pisces people, the new moon is inviting you to explore eclipse themes when it comes to feelings and thoughts around death, taxes, your psyche, or any debt you've accumulated. What intentions can you set to bring more balance, empowerment, and harmony to your emotional or mental well-being? What kind of intentions can you set to bring more balance, empowerment, or harmony to any energetic, emotional, or physical debt you may be carrying, your own or your ancestors. So on Friday, everyone can just explore in your art journal the eclipse themes so that you're ready to set your new moon intentions in a couple of days. On Saturday, the new moon is going to be in the sign of Libra, but it's also going to have an intense relationship with Mercury. When the moon is in the sign of Libra, the emotional atmosphere tends to center around harmony, balance, and relationships. Libra seeks that equilibrium, often prompting us to evaluate and rebalance our personal our, and our interpersonal dynamics. Emotionally, we might find ourselves craving connection, desiring peace in our relationships, or striving to find a middle ground in disagreements. Spiritually, Libra's influence might lead us to reflect on the deeper meaning of balance in our lives. This could mean exploring how we maintain inner peace, how we balance giving and receiving in our relationships, or how we integrate our personal desires with the needs of others. When the moon is in conjunction with the planet Mercury, communication comes into focus. Mercury is the planet of communication, thinking, and expressing. So when the moon, which governs our emotions, meets Mercury in Libra, our feelings and thoughts might blend in ways that make us more articulate about our emotional needs. 
It's a time when we might find it easier to voice our feelings or have important conversations or gain clarity about things that we've been that have been emotionally confusing. In essence, with the moon in Libra and in conjunction with Mercury, we're invited to explore our emotional needs within our relationships and communicate with more clarity and seek that spiritual and emotional balance. It's a time to speak from the heart, listen with intention and find harmony both within ourselves and with those around us. So on Saturday in your art journal, draw, paint or collage an image that represents an emotional need you have in one of your relationships. Finally, on Sunday, the new moon moves into the sign of Scorpio. It's also having a happy relationship with Venus and Saturn, a tense relationship with Pluto and an intense relationship with Mars. Today's moon on Sunday will carry with it a tinge of Mars, bringing that planet's distinctive vibes to your emotional landscape. Scorpio's energy, while not always conducive to outward vulnerability because it offers you a protective shell, it does create a sanctuary where you can feel safe to be introspective and explore your deeper feelings. There's no denying that Scorpio shields us, but the shielding is not just about hiding away. It's about providing a safe space for healing, for facing those secret or repressed emotions that you might shy away from on any other day. Scorpio energy urges us to dive deep into our emotional and spiritual realms, which are essential territories for healing and transformation. Art journaling becomes a powerful tool during this time, allowing you to visually and creatively express, process, and navigate your feelings. So on Sunday, in your art journal, draw, paint, or create a collage of images that represents how you're feeling on that day. I hope you enjoy art journaling with the moon this week. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to read about the weekly moon updates and daily art journal with the moon prompts I share here and enjoy the visual map of the moon's comings and goings I create every week, check out my blog at danadepont.com forward slash blog. That's D A N A D A. P-O-N-T-E dot com forward slash blog. If you know a creative spirit who would love this episode, please share with them so they can art journal with the moon alongside us. And if you don't want to miss the next episode, make sure you subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. And please, if you could be so kind as to leave a review on your podcast app, it doesn't take much time, but it helps me grow and improves accessibility to other listeners. Plus, my heart does a little hefty loop de loop when I receive a little support and love. Thanks for listening. See you next week.